This is the Talk About Wellness Podcast with your hosts and Eversight Wellness Practitioners. My name is Courtney Handelin. And I'm Tasha Schultz. Tasha, other than a fun play on words, why tacos? Well, just like a good taco has many different toppings, so does each person's path to wellness. That's right. And both tacos and wellness are customizable for each individual and with each season. And it's totally okay if it doesn't look the same as the next person's taco. Because it shouldn't. That's right. So we are excited to share our wellness knowledge and stories and tips with you in a fun, educational way. So let's taco about wellness. Welcome back to the Taco Boat Wellness Podcast. My name's Courtney. And I'm Tasha. And we are here today to talk about how to get out of a funk. This is episode number 27. And special thank you to one of our coaching clients who requested this episode. And we thought, what a perfect topic, right? Yeah. And just as a reminder, if you have ideas, suggestions, requests for future topics, please send them our way. We are happy to feature them. Absolutely. And we really love it because it just makes it so much more personal and yeah. especially like this one right it's something everyone can relate to it happens to everyone for sure uh, at multiple times in our life um and obviously this is this is i will say kind of one of our specialties right a lot of people find that coaching is really helpful for this i have a lot of people who you know maybe we haven't met in a month or longer and they'll come in and be like well i was doing really well and then this happened and I got off track a little bit, but then, you know, I saw that we had our appointment coming up. And so I knew it was time to get back on, you know, get mm-hmm. back on track. And I started X, Y, or Z, X, Y, and Z and, you know, already got the balls rolling again. Um, so if you're thinking about coaching, just one, <laughs> one shameless little yeah. plug for like how we can be helpful. Not that you need to have a coach forever, but uh, I wish I had a coach to help. You know, it's just nice to have someone in your corner to do that. Me too. Help you get back on track. Well, we that. know a couple of good people, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. I guess we do. Right? <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, getting out of a funk. Life gives you challenges or setbacks. Like we said, that's all very normal. Um, and I think where the big problem lies with that is, you know, a lot of times people have like goals, right? And when you have a setback, whether it's something good, like you go on vacation um, or something bad, like you, maybe there's a, a, a death in the family that you're dealing with, or you get a cold, you know, even a common cold, um, but it's going to set you back from your goals and maybe set you backwards in your progress or just stall your progress. And that's really frustrating. Um, it can lead to a lack of motivation and it can also lead to kind of set you up for some depression, whether that's super mild and temporary or if you're more prone to anxiety and depression, it might set you into kind of more of that downward spiral. Um, so let's, we do want to take just one second to give kind of like the first part of a depression screening, just so that if you're listening to this because you are in a funk and you want to get out, you can get it. We want to make sure you're aware of like, maybe this is more than just a funk. Um, Tasha, do you want to share the Kind of these questions with our audience? Yeah, for sure. So when we got this topic requested uh, or suggested to us, you know, Courtney kind of discussed it, obviously, and we're like, well, there's a couple different ways that this, you know, the the idea or message of how to get out of a funk can be interpreted, um, of course, different for each person. So 
you know, for some people being in a funk, like you said, Courtney, can just be a, a relatively temporary, relatively mild of, I was doing really great with uh, um, exercise and eating and sleeping, et cetera, um, routine. And now this event happened, it kind of threw me out of my groove. Um, and I am just struggling getting back into it. Come see us for sure. That's what health coaches are here to help you with and get that accountability back on track. If it's a little bit more like you were saying with um, maybe it's lasting a bit longer, it's starting to affect your mental, emotional wellness. Um, that's where we want to help get you the, you know, in the right direction, potentially the help that you need. So if we're going to do a two, just two quick questions, um, if your score is greater than three, um, then it would just maybe indicate that it might be good to meet with a medical professional. Um, you're primary uh, care provider, um, perhaps a, a therapist or counselor, um, just regardless of medical you know, professional to help determine next steps for you and, and get you back in a better place. Um, also, please refer to our episode number 21 uh, that we did on mental health for the holidays. And it was with Jill Zimmerman, who's one of our PAs here at the Waukesha Employee Health and Wellness Center. And she uh, helped us define seasonal affective disorder versus just winter blues versus actual depression. Um, and when to kind of uh, self-identify um, maybe what you're experiencing and then some self-help and next steps depending upon what you're feeling and where you're at too. So keep those resources in mind. Um, Courtney, do we want to jump into the quiz? Yeah. Okay. So as we're going over these, think of this as a scale zero to three. So zero being not at all, this, this doesn't resonate with you. Um, one is several days, two is more than half of the days in a week, and three points would be for nearly every day, every day. So just thinking over the past two weeks, how often have you been bothered by the following problems? Um, so feeling nervous or anxious or on edge, is that not at all? Several days, more than half of the days for two or nearly every day for three points. Um, not being able to stop or controlling worrying. Worrying too much about different things. Trouble relaxing being so restless that it's hard to sit still, becoming easily annoyed or irritable, and feeling afraid as if something awful might happen. So take a little time to think about, you know, how you how your past couple of weeks relate to those questions. We will put them in the show notes and it might be helpful for you to jot down like pen and paper and, and go through it that way too. And like Tasha said, if your score is greater than three, um, it would be worth it to meet with a medical professional. Again, that's not that's not to say a di it's a diagnosis, a definite diagnosis, um, or that you're going to need medications or anything like that. Um, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but it's just a sign that maybe it this might be in a place that's a little bit more uh, a deeper funk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and and essentially a funk that uh, our little podcast episode chat here today <laughs> might not necessarily be able to to help you get completely out of. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, as with anything, our little disclaimer is yeah. not like you said, Courtney, not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, prevent. What what's all the verbiage to cover yeah. all the words, all the all the key, so, yeah. <laughs> all the key words. Um, you know, just sort of a general statement. I want to get that out of the way first uh, before we kind of dive into our core content and the intention. I think that this uh, request for the funk topic was yeah. asked in, which is more going back to the, I was in a good routine, you know, some event happened, it threw me mm -hmm. off my groove, helped me get back into it, find that motivation and accountability again. Absolutely. Yeah. And even if you are, are in a deeper funk, these things will probably also help, but 
just know that you might need more than this. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. um, one thing, and we we will share a link as well for um, this article that we found that we really like from the Cleveland Clinic um, that's called Not Feeling Like Yourself Lately, How to Get Out of a Funk. So we'll share that article and that might really resonate with you as well. Um, but, and we're going to talk about some of the highlights and some of our personal observations. Um, but one thing that I think is worth mentioning first and foremost especially if you haven't done this yet, is embracing the funk that you're in, right? That sounds so scary. <laughs> I know, it sounds terrible. It's very intimidating. And it's, it's a, it involves vulnerability, but allowing time for yourself to sit with these feelings. I mean, for anyone that has toddlers um, or is around toddlers, you're probably aware of this whole notion of like, you got to let that toddler be, like, you can't just expect them to like sh shut down that anger or frustration and walk away from it. Um, because they need to process the emotions. And as adults, I think we get so into the routine of like, shut it down, walk away, like be an adult, don't throw a, mm -hmm. a, a fit, don't drop yourself on the floor screaming and crying. <laughs> <laughs> not saying you should do that, but. Right, no, right, not that you need to do that, but I think there is value in for sure being with those emotions and processing them and allowing them to exist and acknowledge, acknowledging that they exist, right? For sure. I think that, yeah, well said. I think that when we, as we grow older and, um, you know, adult, right, mm -hmm. uh, adulting in life, work, balancing family, kids, our own um, hobbies, et cetera, we kind of put this pressure on ourselves to just flip the switch and and push through. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, might, uh, might only last so long, but if we're, like you said, not able to fully process and feel our feelings, as I like to say, and, mm -hmm. and, identify more importantly what are causing those feelings and if it's a recurring setback or funk um you know it's it's more about like solving the core of that issue right um so it doesn't continue happening right so we can kind of like set ourselves up for success in the long run and uh kind of create a, a better more positive upward cycle right yeah i know yeah. i read something once of like yeah, taking time to be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling, like name it and then figure out why you're feeling that, acknowledge it and decide if you need to go in, you know, go in deeper. Yeah. And that's work that you can do by yourself. It does take time. You're right. Sometimes as an adult, you have no choice but to power through. Um, and we get that. And we're not saying that that's not what you should do because sometimes that's life, but just making the time, you know, schedule the time. Make time for it. yourself. I yeah, mean, that's, right. I can't, you know, I don't have kids of my own yet, but you do Courtney and mm -hmm. many of our clients do, I'm sure many of our listeners do. How often have you made time for yourself? When was the last time that you had time yeah. <laughs> for yourself? And uh, I think that's a big contributing factor of it too, is um, we just need that self-reflection time, that self-care time. So this can go into a lot of different directions, right? On like self-care and um, being proactive versus reactive, which we've touched on in the past, mm -hmm. um, some episodes as well. But um, be anything else that you want to say about embracing the funk? Um, no, I think that wrapped it up pretty, pretty well. Something yeah. that I, I'm just going to like jump ahead a couple bullet points here, Courtney, yeah, but, but this is a sort of my, just speaking from experience and, and one of my talking points when a coaching client comes in and they're like, you know, I've just, I've been in a funk. I used to be doing so well, or I was in this really great routine. And then the pandemic happened, or then I changed jobs, or then I had a kid or this or that happened. Right. And I just haven't been able to find my way back um, and, and help. <laughs> um, so my talking 
point is get back to basics. Keep it simple. We tend to overcomplicate things and think that the solution needs to be more complex than it actually is. Um, so what we mean by getting back to basics is how is your sleep? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how is your movement? Um, how is your hydration? Those are some really key cornerstones of health and energy uh, and and whether we're in a funk or not, that if we re- revisit those elements um, and make sure that we are getting consistently adequately hydrated, that we are getting consistently quality sleep, meaning not waking up, um, not having fractured sleep, we call it, so that you making sure you're sleeping through the night, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, that six to eight hour range, um, and then movement. So that, you know, the, the gold standard is uh, 10,000 steps a day um, or as close to that as you can get. Just just be more mindful to move more, walk as much as you can, get some time outside, get some fresh air in your day. Some of those basics can really help not only move us um, in the right direction and make progress to that routine that we're trying to revisit and get out of the funk, but also immediately like give us an acute in the moment burst of serotonin and endorphins and things that make us feel those chemicals, the happy chemicals that make us feel better in that moment too. And sometimes that's just that, that reset and refresh that we need to break that funk and to get out of that cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all really good points. So like how you said that back to the basics. And I think too, sometimes it's just like picking one thing, like one thing's way out of whack. Like let's just focus on one at a time, mm-hmm. whatever you feel like might be most valuable or the easiest place to start. The easiest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, okay. And another thing that can be helpful to get you out of a funk is connecting, right? Connecting with humans, whether that be a coach, a therapist, a counselor, but even just a friend, just, you know? Yeah. And and I will, I think I will just throw in the caveat too of like maybe knowing the difference and, and letting that person know the difference of like, are you getting together just to connect as friends and like chit chat and enjoy company? Or is this going to be like a dumping session, right? <laughs> and maybe warning them of like, I really just need to unload a little bit and so that they can be prepared and then also make sure you know where the limits are. Of, like if it's a counselor or therapist, yes. obviously like that's the yes. place to like- yep let it all right but, but like healthy boundaries friend, right yeah yeah mm-hmm. a friend might you you might need to forewarn them and you might also need to be aware of how much they can take because <laughs> maybe they're in a funk too yeah right right yeah. um but other ways to connect um animals right whether that's your own pets or someone else's pets volunteering or even just going like to the zoo i guess right or or maybe being more mindful in nature nature in general and observing some animals um, and then my favorite way um, is probably nature, right? Yeah. Con- connecting with nature, get get yourself out on a nature trail, away from city noise and distractions, um, skip the music, skip the podcast, and just take some time to be mindful. And I think too, for people who maybe don't have access or don't uh, love nature as much, um, it could just be a walk through your neighborhood um, or like a city trail. But I think the point is allowing yourself that space to connect with your surroundings. So taking away the distraction of the the podcast, the music, the books on tape, et cetera. Yeah. 
and we're telling you to unplug from podcasts right. social media unplug that. on a podcast. <laughs> That's okay. That's part of healthy balance, right? We I just had to point out the it. irony because I know, I know people I know. are thinking it and it's I, funny, but <laughs> I hear it. But you know what? I have this like obsession with learning things and I always got to listen to a podcast while I'm on a walk or while I'm doing dishes. Same. And it's great, but it also then there's not that time for like the mindfulness. Like suddenly I feel guilty for not learning while I'm walking the dog or doing the dishes when really like that's not helpful. I should have at least, you know, at least one day a week. I should make like allow yourself one day a week. Mm -hmm. I, you know what? I'm stating it here. One day a week, I'm going to take an, a not an unplugging walk with the dog where I just enjoy the nature and my surroundings instead of trying to like learn as much as I can Yes, in this precious little lifetime that we have. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Thank you. Okay. That Check is your coaching goal with me. Yeah, Super. Like <laughs> you said it on record. So <laughs> everyone's heard it. Yeah. yeah. And with that, the, the being mindful of not just your surroundings being more present in your environment, but like you said, unplugging from social media, from screens, mm -hmm. um, whether it's laptop, TV, phone, et cetera, um, and trying to do that daily because there are so many um, just like chemical imbalances that can happen if we're right. getting too much FaceTime with a screen, um, it, it really kind of can contribute to a funk in itself too. So. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that's just the screen. That's not even the like negative stuff that comes through on social media right. or even the news or maybe even a podcast that's related to news. You know, <laughs> if news, we're triggering you, we're sorry. Events. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm assuming not us, but you know, right, right. podcasts yeah. that are more related to like current events. Exactly. Kind of things, yeah. I mean, it's good to not be, I think there's value in not being completely oblivious to what's happening around you, but sometimes you have to know what's going to trigger you. And balance. Just, yep. Yeah. It's all about cut, balance. Cut that negative stuff out at least for the interim, right? When, when you're feeling so delicate. Yeah. As I always say, like for your sanity, sometimes we need to just pull back mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. balance and take a break. So, so I hope that that's been helpful. Anything that you want to add to? Yeah, I do. Yes. I'm going to ramble on for a little bit more. The other thing that I think is helpful is creating distractions, right? And that might look different for everyone, but if, if you're like, this is maybe getting a little bit specific, but if you're struggling with, you know, you were working on weight loss and you had this really good exercise routine set up and you then had an injury, we'll say. And so then your routines were a lot harder. You get frustrated and you might eat more emotional eating. Um, and so you might be currently not in a space where you can maybe add all those basics back in, right? Or do the things that you would normally do. Um, and I speak this from observing as a coach, but also observing from personal experience, having like big major injuries that are a big setback and kind of a, a really big change to your daily routines and taking away the things that usually would bring you the balance, the joy, but also the health benefits. So it might be time just to work on creating a distraction, right? So whether folk putting your energy into like, okay, well, I can't do that stuff, but I can like plan this vacation or getaway or like fun weekend, you know, something for yourself to look forward to. Yeah. Maybe tap into your creativity. Um, maybe you're focusing on the space that you have and, and, you know, decluttering. There's all different ways that you can, um, distract yourself and, and focus on different things. Yeah. And like, it sounds like you're talking about creating that sort of light at the end of the tunnel or something, mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. to look forward to. And mm -hmm. I'll just use 
my sister, as an example, she is uh, finishing her freshman year of college. And uh, so she's experiencing, you know, college finals for the first time. (laughs) And of course, I right wished her best of luck. And um, I'll be thinking of you. And I said, well, let me know when your last day of school is for, Mm -hmm. you know, for, for this school year. And we'll plan something fun. It was like a sister's day yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, at some point soon after you're finished with your your final final. And so we did. So we are planning to, to do like a, a painting crafting oh, event. Yeah. And it's just something that's, you know, that that's our thing. It's sort of therapeutic and calming and also rewarding for us that I know she's looking forward to. And it's just helping her get through, get through uh, finals week. And I'm also looking forward to spending time with her after. So something like that, it doesn't have to necessarily involve a cost or going somewhere. Mm-hmm. It can um, if, if you want it to, if it needs to, but there's many things to, like you said, just, you know, for free or more accessible in your community, right. in your surroundings, um, to just right. take advantage of and to recognize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's lots of different ways you can pour your energy into, into things, yeah. other things to still make yourself feel like, I guess, accomplished. Or, exactly. Right, like and you're doing something. I think that's the main thing is, you know, speaking from experience too, for myself, we, like you said at the beginning, Courtney, we've all been there. We've all been in a funk. And anyone that tells you differently is, I think, <laughs> fooling themselves and trying <laughs> yeah. to fool you too. But it's, I don't think that's possible for anyone to have not ever been in a funk, right? So for me, when I have been, yeah, it's all about that sense of accomplishment um and for some people we need that if we're a task-oriented person or a a progress-oriented person and and having something to be proud about Mm -hmm. um for ourselves and and so like you said earlier creating or picking one simple place to start so keep it simple back to basics what's one thing that you can focus on that's going to be attainable and doable so that you can complete it and feel good about it Mm -hmm. yeah awesome good summary Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> Anything else you would like to add? I don't think I can. I think you you wrapped it oh, all up. Oh, sorry. Basically. No, no, no. That's perfect. I'm here. I am like rambling on about. <laughs> so clearly, I had to. You covered a lot of great things. <laughs> yeah. You gave me all of the great content to to wrap up with oh, with a, a nice a nice bow. Awesome. Yeah. Well, so that that is uh, our tips for getting out of a funk. Like you said, check out the show notes. Um, and be aware of your resources for getting, uh, diving in deeper if, if that's what you need. And, and like you said, that maybe is the most important piece of this is knowing when you need to seek more help. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad we got to talk about wellness today, Tasha. And thanks to our audience for joining us. If you have any questions from today's episode or a myth you'd like us to bust, send us an email. For our Wellness Center participants, if you'd like to dive in deeper on anything we discussed today, give us a call or an email and we'll schedule a coaching appointment. Everyone can find us on YouTube and Facebook at Waukesha Employee Health and Wellness. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from so you never miss an episode. Join us on the first Tuesday of every month for Taco Tuesday. Until then, bye everyone. <laughs>